Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, uh, Mr. Politician Man or Politician Man, uh, protest song, also the uh, the winner was awarded the Golden Chief for Best Performing Arts and Entertainment video from the Yorkton Film Festival in Saskatchewan. And uh, it is sung by Adrian Sutherland and written by Adrian and, uh, and his band, uh, Midnight Shine. Adrian Sutherland, lifelong resident of Attawapiskat, is back with us on this program. We've talked to Adrian on a number of occasions about music, about politics, and we're going to talk about all of that and the relationship between First Nations and the rest of this country. First of all, congratulations. Well done. Great to get that award. Yeah, it's it's certainly very, uh, um, very exciting to be recognized um, by the film festival for that particular... Uh, video that we we did. Talk to us a little bit about uh, about how the song came about because you wrote it in a very short period of time, didn't you, Adrian? Yeah, it happened pretty quickly, and I was doing some writing, songwriting last year about about uh, August of last year with a couple of writers that are Toronto based, um, and we had a bunch of different ideas that we were working with, and this idea sort of came up. Um, on one of the days we were writing together, uh, it really, it really came. Um, the idea came from the whole water issues that we were having out of Wapiskat a year uh, a year ago with the contamination um, of of the of the water here in Wapiskat. Yeah, uh, there. These are very serious issues, and um, your your the song is also about the relationship uh, between Canada and First Nations. And, and you're quoted in a tweet on the 1st of July as saying, the relationship has been difficult for a long time, and in many ways, it still is. So if we look at Politician Man, and we look at Attawapiskat, and we look at, I don't know what we call it, the rest of Canada, Main Street Canada, what's the most difficult aspect uh, about the relationship between Main Street Canada, or mainstream Canada, if you will, and First Nations. What's the what's the most challenging aspect of the relationship? I think people uh, um, don't really understand the the Indigenous population in Canada. I think that's one of my most uh, one of the, probably the most my most biggest frustration. Anyway, is is people just don't understand. Uh, what the issues are, and they don't understand the people, um, and, and some of those challenges that we're faced with uh, in this country. And I think the other the other issue is that I find that um, a lot of people don't take the time to try to educate themselves and understand, you know, why why these issues exist and and what's you know what's going on in, in terms of history and even for myself like a, a being indigenous person i'm just really learning a lot 
more about what has gone on and and it's it's shocking you know to really to discover you know some of the things and and the truth um about how our people have been treated and continue to be treated in this country let's talk about that when when you uh when when you when you're shocked by what you find out what you discover what you experience um what are some of the things that are particularly um disturbing and i i really value what you say we've had some great conversations and if i could just add this well reconciliation is a word that's used regularly but it suggests there was a positive relationship at some point and the effort is to try to return to the positive times but i'm wondering if there was ever a truly positive relationship between mainstream main street canada and first nations I'm not so sure it, 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 a positive relationship has ever existed, uh, certainly not uh, at a large scale. Uh, perhaps maybe in small, isolated groups, uh, yes, I think there has been um, you know, strides taken to move in the, in the right direction. Um, uh, I think uh, reconciliation uh, has has really gone way off track. I mean, uh, we all feel that, and I think uh, a lot of Indigenous people feel that way, and probably uh, non-Indigenous people feel that way as well. Um, sort of the wrong word, isn't it? Yeah, it, you know, it is. And I think uh, I think knowing, knowing the way I understand how relationships work, there needs to be, there needs to be trust. Um, you know, and we don't, we certainly don't, we certainly don't trust uh our counterparts <laughs> with a lot of issues, you know, with, with, with resource extraction, uh, with, you know, certain business developments in our territories. Um, this, the, the relationship as a whole, I mean, there's, there's just such a huge distrust there and, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, look at, you look at the history and, and, and the continuing relationship that, um, it takes a lot of work, you know, on both parts to, to, to make, to make, make things work it's just like any other relationship i think uh um people need to feel valued and, and appreciated um you know and, and recognized uh for the value uh for the value they bring you know um whether yeah you're, definitely whether, yeah you know you definitely. Understand, you understand totally what i'm saying yeah you know actually when we were talking about shocked and i asked you to tell tell me i don't want to be the one who does the telling here but um, I, I was thinking when I was saying those words, I was thinking about your community. Mm-hmm. And it must be shocking when you have children committing suicide in numbers, significant numbers, when you have that alone is just so fundamentally disturbing, destroying. Then you have water issues, cleanliness. Uh, you have the the housing conditions, and you've talked to us about the the housing conditions on at Attawapiskat, you're building your own house, um, but people live in, and we've seen the videos, they live in terrible conditions, but it's tolerated, and it never should be tolerated. I mean, that's what I, that's what, that's what I was thinking when we're talking shocking, but if I turn it around and say to you, what's shocking to you? What, what, what shocks Adrian Sutherland? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, um, the more, I guess, the more I, I meet people and talk, and the more I sort of delve into, I, I try to stay as current as I can, 
and learning about you know with especially with policing now and and what we're seeing uh, going on in the world and you know learning more and more about the history of RCMP and why they were created um i mean i had known uh you know it's been a long known fact that um the RCMP uh, um had come into our communities and um removed our children and and the other the other thing i recently learned too was uh my uncle, who's in his, his, his mid-80s now, um, had had talked about the RCMP arriving in all these communities here in, in, in James Bay, um, injecting all the dogs there, because that's how they moved around and back in those days, uh, during the winter months, uh, was by dog team. The, they gave all the dogs injections, and then they said shortly after, not even within a week, all the dogs had died off. So he said, I remember it being very tough for people at, during that time because they, they relied heavily on dogs to move around on the land and uh, he said it was really hard for people during that time and I you know I discovered that they had done this in the Arctic as well in the Inuit in the Inuit community so it's just shocking when you when you learn and you hear about these things from other from other communities and people that are starting to speak out and uh, and it, it just seemed like oh well you know it was, it's just that's just how we're treated, you know. This is how we're treated. Um, you get over it, and it's just, you know, that's how people had thought about it for so long. And those are things that people don't forget and just get over, you know. These are quite serious um, uh, untruths that yeah. are, you know, put out there, uh, unju- you know, injustice uh, that are put on our people for a long time. Do you have... Uh developments over the last uh, weeks as we've seen what's happened in North America and and around the world do you have a greater sense you're you're in you're across this country on a on a regular basis with the band and your music reflects a great deal of the Cree culture uh, first nations culture and I, I just love listening to it um it, it just it's so honest but do you have a sense of hope that yeah, things are going to change now, or is your sense, well, it's going to be a blip on the radar and then we're back to the way things were? Yeah, I mean, what I'm, from what I'm seeing now, uh, aside from, you know, the COVID-19 um, scare and, and, and that whole thing, I, you know, I think people have had enough and and they continue to push and, and they're continuing to raise their voice um, in protesting, and I think it's not going to stop. They're going to keep pushing, and, and, you know, change has to happen at some point. And I think that I think that we're beginning to see that now, and uh, uh, we're starting to see more and more people are, are listening and are more aware of things and, and are starting to learn, like even with mascots, uh, team mascots, uh, their team names being, you know, changed, um, so we're yeah. seeing a lot of change now happening as a result of all these protests and people continuing to voice their concerns and, 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 and make sure they're, they're being heard. Yeah, I remember about 15 years ago I did a program on the Washington Redskins, and I spoke with a patent lawyer who brought the case initially uh, in the United States trying to get the name changed. And I spoke with him on the air, and I, and, I, and I disagreed. I've always disagreed with the name Washington Redskins, and I took heat. For having that point of view, uh, and 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 I, and I you know I remember a, a, it was a Washington Redskins linebacker, football player in Washington who 
he was asked about it. And he said, look, I'm African-American. Don't ask me. Ask somebody who it directly affects. Ask an indigenous person how they feel, and then govern yourself accordingly. Yeah. And I always thought that that was a very, very, I mean, just a core correct answer. Yeah. Adrian Sutherland and Midnight Shine claimed top spot on the indigenous music countdown. Uh, reached number one on the Canadian-produced and internationally recognized Top 40 music charts. Video has been viewed more than 45,000 times on YouTube and is being played on radio stations across North America, Germany, Switzerland, the UK, and Australia. Yet, ironically, Politician Man has been flagged a political ad and rejected for advertising on Facebook numerous times since its release. Meanwhile, on Twitter, Midnight Shine's account was temporarily suspended for strategically tweeting clips of Politician Man. I don't get it, Adrian. What's that about? <laughs> I don't get it either. I think, uh, <laughs> obviously, somebody's trying to censor the message behind the song. And, uh, yeah, it's it's really... Uh, personally, I think it's uncalled for, but, you know, we really don't have a whole lot of control over that sort of thing. Um, yeah. It's frustrating. But it speaks oh, volumes. Here you... Yeah. It speaks volumes. You get the Golden Chief Award... And, and then uh, Facebook and, and Twitter pull their stunt. Um, yeah. Before we do anything else, I want to make sure that we get some information on the air about your upcoming album and where, where our listeners can find your music. So talk to us. Uh, tell us about what uh, what's happening with it. It's a retrospective, right, on your first album. Yeah, the first album that we uh, we actually re-releasing, we, we remastered that debut album and uh, released it on the June 30th, actually. Um it's uh it's for me it's been a real uh, a real pleasure to go back and revisit that record um that was our first our first record and and going back just listening to those tracks and and, and uh, being able to go through you know the songs again and trying to remember what some of them were about because you know some of those songs go way back um and, and we got it out on on uh, every platform it's it's on, it's on spotify uh you can find it on itunes um, you can also go to our website and uh, com, and also have a look over at Bandcamp. Okay, and the album's called titled James Bay. That's correct. Yeah, it's it's a self-titled album, uh, James Bay. Okay. Um, actually, we um, and uh, I'm sorry, we have a little bit of a delay here, don't we? Go ahead, go ahead, Adrian. No, I, 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 I uh, you're right. It's it's called James Bay. As I was trying to read. Uh, repeat what you were saying yeah there's a bit of a delay right i just want to make sure that we get this information on the air because we we tweeted about it earlier and there's a lot of response going back to the to the to the to the uh, situ- situation uh, at atawapiskat the crisis situation 2016 the world paid attention the world paid attention to the uh, the suicides of children in your community and prime minister trudeau uh committed at that time in a letter and i tweeted out a link to it earlier that he would go to uh, to Atawapiskat. He committed to then Chief Bruce um, Shish, who called this program in uh, March on March fourth, two thousand eighteen, two years ago, just over two years ago, and said this. Play the clip. I recall in a letter stating that he that he is looking forward to visiting Atawapiskat in the near future. You know, he, he wrote to me that time when I was a chief in May 2016 that he would visit Atawabaskit in the near future. Still no sign of him? 
And what emotions does that evoke when you when you hear that, when you know that? And without just talking about Trudeau specifically, um, how does that make you feel? Oh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I think uh, I'm not even sure why he would, you know, say he would visit the community, not visit. That That's one issue, I guess, uh, why I commit to doing something and, and not follow through with it. Uh, that's beyond me. Uh, I know me personally as an as a person, I try to be a man of my word. Um, if I commit to something, I wholeheartedly uh, uh, will try to see it through and and, and complete uh, whatever it is that you know I've committed myself to. Right. Um, so it is the when you think about it, it is it is a little bit disappointing, you know. Yeah, four years, four years, more than four years. He's had time to do this. As always, we run out of time, um, but I always appreciate speaking with you. Tell us again, please, what the website is for the band. www.midnightshineonline.com Okay, Midnight Shine uh, Online. Ser- yeah, search us. You'll find us everywhere on social media. And, All right. Uh, no problems there. Thanks for having me, Roy. Uh, it's always fun coming back. Oh, it's great to have you uh, on the show, and I'll, I'll ask you again really soon. Thanks, Adrian. Take good care. You too. All the best. Adrian Sutherland, uh, Sutherland, uh, Midnight Shine is the band, Politician Man, the song. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.